people should and do do what they're allowed to do. If they've opened up restaurants, who the fuck am I to tell you you shouldn't go eat at one? If they have a stampede, you're an asshole if you tell someone that they are an asshole for going. Forgotten Corner Podcast would not exist without our listeners. If you enjoy the work we are doing on this show and would like to support further, please consider a donation through our Patreon account, patreon.com backslash Forgotten Corner Pod, or visit our website, forgottencornerpod.com. Welcome back to the Forgotten Corner Podcast. We are proud members of the Harbinger Media Podcast Network. If you like this podcast and you want to hear other podcasts like it, head on over to the link that we will provide in the show notes and uh, go check some of those out. Mo, you provide that link in the show notes after, like, since I started saying it every week, right? We're about 50-50. Good enough. I mean, uh, Andre might feel differently. He might be like, fuck. If you get up that to like 75, we'd really appreciate it. <laughs> oh my God, Mo talk. You can talk. He can talk. He just doesn't like to anymore, but we might actually incorporate him a little bit today because it's a sort of a, uh, like the ultimate version of just us. My name is Scott Schmidt. I'm your co-host of the Forgotten Corner here alongside good friend, full bearded and other co-host, Jeremy Appel. Mr. Appel. How are you and how is Calgary this week? Uh, Calgary is very hot this week and it's going to get a lot hotter next week. Yeah. Uh, and I'd imagine the heat wave isn't bypassing medicine hat. Like you're. No, we'll, we'll be just that one or two degrees hotter just because. Oh, you're going to be hotter. Than well, we hat. always are, right? Like yeah. the hat's always the hottest of them all. Like if, if, if it's hot anywhere, it's stupid in medicine hat. We were we were hot spotting the country already a few times last week. In fact, Kellen, who is the new reporter at the Medicine Hat News, but soon very soon to be multimedia man at the Edmonton Journal. Wait, is, what? Yeah, he yeah. Oh he no, did, did he get uh Dylan Dylan Short's job? I mean, I guess so. He got a job at because he moved to the. There, there, there are a couple of people who uh, shift left the journal, which I have no way. Well, of you know who's still at the Edmonton Journal, and that's really all that matters. But I don't know anyone at the Edmonton. Well, isn't, I don't know who you're talking about. isn't David Staples at the Edmonton Journal? Oh yeah, he is. He is. Right? So anyway, I told Kellen what a great guy he was, so that was going to go really well. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, no, he's so good. Kellen's really like going to be good and he deserves it. And Damn. he felt awful that he uh, was leaving so fast, but he got obviously like a great opportunity. Yeah. How many but months was he there? Three and a half. Like he started in February. So four. Good anyway, for him. Good yeah. kid though. Yeah. And, and, and he like, he was, you know, it wasn't like a, well, peace out guys. Like he felt very, very bad about having to leave, but man, you got to take care of yourself and you can't pass up an opportunity like that. So he is off and running, but why did I bring him up in the first place earlier? I was going to remember. I was like, Hey, uh, we were talking about how hot it is. Oh yeah, that's right. Kellen's from Winnipeg. So like real hot is like, he doesn't, I mean, he get, it gets 
hot in the summer, but like not desert hot, right? And so he texted me a couple of weeks ago and he was like, is it fucking like this every day? And I was like, dude, like this? No, it's way worse <laughs> every day. And he's like, oh, great, because this is disgusting. And I'm like, well, Medicine Hat is the hot spot in the country pretty much every second day for 75 days a year, like straight through the summer. And then sure enough, the very next day, we were doing like a weather brief of what else was coming. And it had been the hot spot for the second time that week in Canada in Medicine Hat. So yes, when it's hot in Calgary, it's it's a little bit crazy here. So I mean, at least it's a dry heat. Am I right, folks? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I've only ever had one year where I lived one summer in Winnipeg and like in Kellen's defense, it's humid enough there that like it on the really hot days, it's not comfortable. Like it's not a comfortable hot, like yeah. at least in Medicine Hat, like sorry, listeners, but like you can strip down and like sit on your back deck or whatever and avoid like insane amounts of like uncomfortable, sweaty crevices but nonetheless it's still pretty goddamn hot here so you don't want to be in the sun on any given i think it's gonna be 40 on thursday or something like that yeah Good disgusting time. i do not have ac oh um, no you you're actually life is going to be in danger i mean i had a lot of trouble falling asleep last night because it was so hot i have like two fans like right next to my bed but oh you're you're screwed man yeah i mean i i think i'm gonna buy one of those like you know like portable acs like ac fans um can we can hey listeners can we uh get a little bit of a gofundme page <laughs> Just throw together like 250. Like it doesn't have to be like the top of the line air conditioner, but can we get this guy like one of those room air conditioners for his, like he's having a serious first world problem that we have to fix because like, I don't think hot is like super fun when you're trying to sleep. No, it's not. But I mean, at the same time in Europe, like AC is nothing. Yeah, but they fucking... You just they, have a ton of fans. Yeah, they're crazy in Europe, though. They do all they kinds are. of crazy shit, right? That's why my family left. <laughs> that's, that's, is that okay. why? Oh, I mean, that's... yeah, in, the, in, 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 in like <laughs> in a, a broad nutshell, sense. Right. Yeah. Um, that is true. Without getting into specifics. Um, that is true. <laughs> um, I... Um, some personal news. I got my second dose of Moderna on Monday. Nice. Good for uh, you. How do you feel? Um, I feel fine now. I felt like absolute shit for like most of the week. Yeah. Um, especially the day after. The day after was like the sickest I've been in recent memory. Um, so what did you? Where did you get it done? Like pharmacy or vaccination clinic? Um. So it was a doctor's office that just had extra Moderna shots that a friend of mine told me about. So I gave him a call and booked it. So walk me through the process of, of like, are you, do you go in and they just shoot me in the arm and send you out or do you have to go through a whole process? Cause I got a, I'm asking for a reason. Cause I took Truman for his and I had mine and anyways, go ahead. Uh, 
Well, I mean, you just book the appointment and then you go there, you fill out some paperwork, you show them your health card and your, you know, government ID. So like driver's license. Right. And um, you're supposed to show them the, the, the form from the first vaccine, but me being me, I misplaced it. You didn't have that with you. (laughs) But it was fine. So fill out the form give it to them waited like maybe five minutes and then called me into the doctor's office. I think it was doctor. Yeah. May have been a nurse, but anyways, yeah, it was quick. And Did they have then, a chat with you about anything, ask you questions about things or talk to you about the, the injection before they gave it to you. Um, not really because it was my second one did you have to sit around after like did they make you wait for 15 minutes after and monitor you and shit yeah they made me like they just said like wait around for like 10 15 minutes if you (laughs) don't feel anything you can go but no one like came to check in with me it was just sort of like i sat around a bit i felt okay and then i just left and then went home and went to sleep for a few hours and so we have the we have the vaccination clinic the mass clinic set up at higdon hall on the stampede grounds here oh of course and i took truman yesterday for his second shot that's our 12 year old and he um almost 13 and he i was my first time going to a vaccination clinic because i've had mine done at the pharmacy so anyway point being as we get in we go in there there's there's like a security guy at the door waiting to make sure he's like shows us the chart asks us if we have answered no to all these questions typical like covid simple yeah. questions or whatever then we go in all these different people set up then you talk to this person they have you remove the mask you're wearing and put it in your pocket and then she used like barbecue tongs to hand me a clean medically per you know like good mask or whatever right and then you put that so he puts that on and then you go into this other room, follow along as all these like this, like almost like ropes at the bank. You're following along, stand on your thing. Then you get your health card out. You got to show it to the person at the one desk, get their health card. Then they approve you. Yeah. Okay. You're supposed to be here. Then they send you through the next door and you go into the room where there's like all the different booths and they, there's somebody that meets you there and they talk to you a little bit as they're walking you over to where your like little booth is going to be about different things. Ask you some questions. Is your first shot, second shot, blah, 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 blah. It's just, you know, is just the boy getting a shot, that kind of thing. Get me an extra. So we sit down then two different people come over with like a goddamn computer and like, like almost like, it was like the flight attendant, uh, like push cart full of shit, except for this has got different like vaccination shots and like juice and stuff on it or whatever. Right. And like, then this nurse comes over and she sits down and she starts asking like 20 questions about everything to Truman, to me, to you name it. Then like, I had to give consent, which I understand like to give him the shot and blah, 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 blah. Then it takes set it up. They give it, they finally, after eight years or like you ready blah 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 shoot them with the shot then they like record the time and they stick up 15 minutes later in this post-it note over his shoulder and you're like stuck you're not allowed to leave that chair until the clock strikes that number and if you haven't passed out at that time you can get up and go and at least once during the 15 minutes someone came and checked on us okay so that was the process of going to the vaccination clinic when I went to the pharmacy, 
both times, not just the second time, both times I walked in like a minute before my appointment. I walked to the pharmacist counter. They looked at me and they said, are you Scott? And I said, yes. And they said, come with me. And I went into a little room. She pulled up my arm, pulled up my sleeve, jabbed me with a needle. I said, which one did I get? She told me and then said, have a good day. And I got up, walked out, got in my car and drove away. And that happened on bull shots. I was in my car on my way home in less time than it was for me to actually get through the opening door with the security guard of the 25 minute process to get the vaccination at the clinic. And I just uh, wonder if that's like a difference between just sort of private company don't give a fuck and like the publicly AHS set up clinic but like one of those either either one place is way overdoing the protocol or another place is not following the uh, instructions yeah i got my first dose at the telus center here so same deal i mean but obviously the wait was even longer like it was at least an hour um you know the line like snaking like throughout the building um and then yeah i mean it was more formal and then there was an actual like physical waiting area and they're like okay at this time you can leave no one came to check on me but you know i yeah. sort of watched the clock um what this week uh i got at some weird medical clinic that like does a lot of plastic surgery and they they sell skin whitening cream so this isn't exactly the, <laughs> the um, that's like conversion therapy oh no for, for like yeah it's, white it's, race supremacy it, yeah yeah it's not good but no. <laughs> um i mean i got vaccinated there i'm you know you were already pretty pale white though so you don't yeah. have to worry about them yeah exactly um but um it's great now we're ready for the the best summer ever yeah well that's a good transition like that's yeah. kind of what we were going to talk about today right was like this idea of this best summer ever um we were going to have uh roberta was here today but she's not feeling super good post uh second dose so it's one of those i mean this is a funny thing where uh you know, you know, it's especially after you get that first dose and don't feel good. You kind of know, like the second time you go in, you're like, ah, might be might be sitting the next day out, but so worth it. Like to get on the other side, isn't it? To like know that you're feel like you feel protected. At least I am and my wife is and our kid is and my parents are and my every, you know, all of my family and closest friends are now double vaxxed. And uh, that makes me feel good. I imagine you as well. No. Nope. Oh, shit. I still have my second dose. Mo Cranker is an anti-vaxxer. Has less than a week. Has less than a week. Yeah. I'm oh, go. yeah. Because Mo's like 20. So That's right. All right. I take that back. But you are scheduled. You're on the You're on the way. What about Jalice? Is she done? In a week with me. We're Got going one more shot left. Yeah. yeah. We're both Pfizer. So, well, what, like on a personal level, what are your, how do you plan on living through this summer, Jeremy, Mo? as far as being double vaxxed, do you plan on changing change? Like, are you, are you getting out into the world a little bit more, I guess is what I'm going to ask. So I am getting out in the world um, a bit more. I would not a lot more, but I mean, it's the summer. It's nice. Mm -hmm. out. you know, go for a walk now. Uh, 
you know, um, not that I do, but like things are opened up, right? Like indoor yeah. dining at mm-hmm. a certain capacity. I, I have gone to the movies a couple of times. That that was my big sort Good of for you. Uh, yeah. I mean, we went last year to see Tenet, right? Yep. I mean, cases were, we were there were three of us went to see Tenet, and there were three people in that theater. That was the best. That was yeah. one of my favorite movies that I've ever gone to. But yeah. Um I did the uh, same thing last summer too. I'm not going to like Yeah, it's the summer. But at same like at first I was like hell no, I'm not going anywhere near Stampede. And then oh. I got my Vax booked, which is like almost exactly 2 weeks before Stampede. Yeah. And I was like, "Hmm, maybe I will go to Stampede." But then with the Delta variant and the fact yeah. that in um, in the UK, people are getting hospitalized with it, even though they're double vaxxed. Um, in Israel, um, you know, a, um, a lot of people are testing positive for it with the vax, though. Not getting, I think that they're, they're not, still like they're not necessarily the getting hospitalized, and they're still pretty up in the air right now. I think about whether people well, who are double re- facts are getting. I mean, I think there's going to be some people getting sick with the Delta, but it's not that's what I read today was that they weren't, they're still kind of trying to yeah. figure out like what severities the Delta can give, but to. but they're re- the, the point is they're reintroducing their indoor mask mandate, right? Yeah. And yeah, of course, um. Kenny uh, said, "Candidate, everything's everything's open. No more masks." Yeah, and Edmonton voted to get rid of their mask mandate next week. Um, I would imagine Medicine Hat did the same. Uh, uh, we actually let ours expire in March. Oh, really? Yeah, because so backstory there. When you'll remember that we where the like the province didn't do a province-wide mandate for the longest time right and so medicine hat was then the last of the major centers to adopt one in in uh, maybe even canada and so we adopted one first week of december and that's literally it was like five days before the province finally just adopted one and so medicine hats original bylaw was for 90 days and then when the province still had theirs the city just let it expire yes mo did you see what our mayor said to chat tv this week about uh i don't know why anybody's even scared anymore it's all fear uh, i can send you the article if you want but it's oh, man. there's one quote that's really cringeworthy i won't i won't He's such an idiot he's gonna coast to real i won't i won't uh i won't say anything on air because like it's not really my place, but we have got to have a conversation about the uh, fact that so um, we've had some management changes at the paper, right? And you guys know a, a good friend of ours is now in charge at the Medicine Hat News, right? Yeah. So the mayor of Medicine Hat demanded a meeting with our new head of the newsroom this week, and they had it. Anyway. Cal- Cal- Calgary is the only city that I'm aware of that is keeping their mask mandate past July 1st. Uh, it was a really close vote. Like it was li- like the vote to lift it on July 1st failed because it was a tie. And then they got one counselor 
one counselor was like, okay, I'll, I'll vote for extending it if we discuss it at our next meeting with the goal of removing it as soon as possible. So we've got ours till July 5th at yeah. least, which Day is for my birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you may be getting the mask mandate dropped in Calgary for your for birthday. my birthday. Me, uh, Habs are going to play on my birthday too, which is, Oh yeah. You don't fucking say that too many years ever, you know, because so, <laughs> they don't, they would never be playing this late. Yeah. Um, I got, can I read you the Mo just sent me the quote? Yeah. Can I read yeah, it? Yeah, I saw it in the chat. Go okay. for it. So, this is what our mayor said this week. <laughs> Fuck, he's such a genius. Okay. There are people who are afraid of this virus for whatever reason. There are people who are, <laughs> for whatever, for whatever reason. There yeah, are I people. Don't know. <laughs> Look, I, I don't read the papers. Yeah, okay? what do you mean? What do you why would why would anybody not want it? anyway? There are people who are afraid of this virus for whatever reason. There are people who are fully vaccinated that are still afraid of the virus for whatever reason. So you're going to have to respect that fear, Clugston said. The healthcare authorities have been spending 18, 19 months drumming up this fear. It's going to take a while for it to go away. That's a really dangerous quote. But like, this is how irrelevant I find the mayor of Medicine Hat, that if like the mayor of a, of a Calgary or Edmonton said something like this quote, that, oh, that's national fucking news, man. National news. Yeah. Let's go back to summer. So I was saying that I was thinking of going to Stampede now that I'll have been double waxed for two weeks. And, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard because, you know, I moved to Calgary in the middle of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, Stampede is like, you know, the marquee event of the year in Calgary. And there's definitely a temptation for me to go there now that I'll be vaxxed and I'll most likely be safe. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to end up in the hospital. But, right. I mean, the like i what what is the full vaccination rate in alberta it's not high it's the, over, it's just over 60 if you're counting every person right that's one dose right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're over 70 with it must be like 30 percent mm -hmm. yeah it's it's not quite a third even i don't think yet see this is my dilemma about this whole best summer everything here is because this is gonna put this is going to cause infighting among Albertans, right? Because this is where this whole personal responsibility thing comes in. And then people get on their high horse and like, I, and I don't mean to, I'm not trying to insult anybody that is obviously still worried about this pandemic. We all are like, uh, we are the show that's had uh, Gosha Gasparovitz on a few times to talk about how we, uh, should not believe them when they say we're out of the woods and these kinds of things. So believe me, we're, we're not, I'm not suggesting that people that are trying to point that out are doing something wrong. However, people should and do do what they're allowed to do. If they've opened up restaurants, who the fuck am I to tell you, you shouldn't go eat at one. If they have a stampede, you're an asshole. If you tell someone that they are an asshole for going. If you don't want to go, don't go. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't yet. I, I just personally, there's no fucking way I could go to a stampede yet. I just can't. 
I need to know that those events are actually happening and finishing without being the biggest super spreader events of all time before I want to live the rest of my life knowing I was at that, you know, but, but that being said, if there is one, don't be a, don't be fucking rude to people that went or go they're allowed to that's the point like i'm just as tired of i want to i'm tired you know like mo and i were talking before you came on this morning you're like i'm fucking tired right now i can't muster any energy to write a column any right this week right i was gonna make it through june and take july august off and i essentially have just taken june and will take july and august off as well like i'm tired i'm having trouble finding the energy to like book guests for the podcast and stuff like that. Like I am exhausted and I'm tired of all of the stress that comes with everything. I'm with everybody on that, you know? So like, I want to not care. I, I, I want to not think about COVID every day. I'm like everyone else. I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I think we're fucking making up like the policy decisions that we make to do these things like let's just open her all up and we'll have the best summer ever and get out there and party. Like, I don't understand why we need to encourage that. And literally no other province is doing that. Um, right. And, and there's a reason. And I mean, uh, an, another uh, guest of ours, of course, Dr. Joe yep. by pond. Um, you know, I saw him, <laughs> I saw him tweet the other uh, yesterday when Edmonton decided they're dropping their mask mandate last week. He's like, who wants to take a bet? on when they'll be bringing it back he's like i you know i'll give i give them like i i don't remember exactly what he's saying but he's like you know like a week or like like not a long yeah. time they're going to be re-implementing the mask mandate and then of course there's going to be a backlash against that right all the anti-maskers who are now like sweet i mean obviously they're not like problem solved because their real problem isn't masks or covid it's like declining white birth rates but i mean they're gonna feel emboldened again right because it's like oh government tyranny again and it's just it doesn't help anyone um this rush to reopen uh is medicine hat stampede happening this year because well I'm not really. And here's the thing. And this is why this is so fucking dumb. West side amusements. I think that's the name of the company that goes to all the, it is West side Mo. Yeah. So they go to all over Western Canada. They do, do all the midways. That's why all the fairs and exhibitions from, you know, like Winnipeg to Vancouver are all at different weekends of the, of the summer. Uh, because the same company is sort of just moving on to the next one, setting up the midway and whatnot. That company's not doing it this year. They're like, fuck that. We're not doing it. Like, which is a smart call. Right. And so none of these places are having any of the midway action or anything like that. So medicine hat stampede is going to do like a rodeo and some other little things, but it's going to be nothing like it's, there's no night shows. There's not going to be any of that shit. So there's no like, 15,000 people in the stamp on the stampede grounds at any given time. There's like 28 old people watching steer roping or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Like nobody, I, it's, you know, so anyways, no, there's not going to be much of a thing here, but why not just 
like big sports and things like that in Canada don't really start again until the fall. Like eat, look at Montreal, like Jesus Christ, even they're not letting in more than 3,500 fans into the building and they've made the cup final and they're still like, ah, might get up to five or whatever. Right. Like they're not even rushing to like allow those kinds of rules to be laxed. You can bet your ass if Calgary or Edmonton were in the Stanley cup final right now that they'd be allowing a full building. Oh yeah. Right. And so this, what I don't understand is like, for, what is it that people have been missing about COVID? Like I'm lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to even try to sugarcoat this. I didn't have to miss much. Okay. The, but the biggest problem for me in my life was my parents moved here from Regina a year ago and we see them no real more than we did when they were living in Regina. So they're in their early seventies and it's sad all across the board that we, you know, I drop off eggs at their house and chat in the driveway for five minutes and go home. You know, that's been, that's the saddest part of my life. Other than that, I'm not really missing out on anything. My, my thing with COVID is we talk about it a lot. I write about it a lot. I report on it a lot and I'm tired. Like I just mentally don't have the, 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 the ability to do it. But that doesn't mean that I need to replace that with a party of 15,000 people or going to a wedding with 500 people or whatever. For me, just let me like hang out with my family and like open up businesses and like I'll keep wearing my mask for two years if I have to. I don't give a shit. Am I like, is, are you similar or am I just crazy? Well, I think for me, because my family and a lot of my friends are, you know, on the other side of the country and I haven't been back home in, you know, almost pushing two years. I, I, you know, I think it's weighed on me a lot. But, you know, obviously I do have a decent support system in, you know, in Alberta. Um, like, but obviously I want this to end. I want to visit my parents and, you know, all my friends back home where I'm like, are, are we even still friends? Do I we haven't know each other anymore? Yeah. Some of these people in like a year, you know, yep. and because um, there's only so much, right? Like keep in touch on social media and that's good, but it's all still very mostly superficial, right? Likes and. But like, all. since you moved to this side of the country, like, has your life ever gotten less busy or thing? You know what I mean? Like you're, you're building a life here too. So like on top of like, you have too many people, like you don't have time anymore. Like you, you have a girlfriend and a full-time job and eight podcasts and fucking all these different things on the go. I mean, really like you're doing just grown up shit now. So you don't have like four days of spare time anymore a week. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the week because like the part-time slash freelancer life like yeah you know sometimes I have to sort of um often put in the effort to 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 stay busy right I could just like coast on the sprawl stuff but then I wouldn't you know I then I would uh not have a lot of money yeah um but I mean, yeah, and I, you know, it's just I I I think the biggest struggle I've had throughout all this is sort of the 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 fact that like social media is the main um, like mediating force in 
mm-hmm. all our social relationships and sort of balancing that with, um, you know, sort of allowing myself to use social media and not have social media and the algorithms use me to like glean data, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a really tricky balance to strike when you're, you know, you can't really go anywhere and there's, um, you know, not a whole lot to do. Um, it, you know, it's easy to just sort of get caught in that trap of like tweeting all day. Do I not miss Facebook? Did you deactivate your account six months ago? Oh, but you're still on Messenger. Yeah, you can. And to anyone who's my Facebook friend, you're welcome. Yeah. To Messenger oh, okay. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, thinking of doing that, but uh, I just, man, I can't, I just can't bring myself to reactivate. I, I wondered, like, if, if the Habs actually win the Stanley Cup, and by the time this airs, we might be down two games to nothing already. But, um, but, <laughs> If if that actually does happen, I might I might reactivate just to put a smiley face on my status and uh, whatnot. But uh, fuck, uh, like I well, you have earned it. Well, not you have earned it. The Habs will. Have, but, yeah. Dude, like I try not to talk about it on the podcast because like we always air like after we like a few days after we record, and I'm all superstitious because it's like if I say something about how good they're doing the next week could go really shitty. And by the time people are listening to it, they're just laughing at me because we lost like two games by a grand total of seven to one or something like that. But I'm having a fun spring for that. Like I'm tired of it. Like if I don't know if honestly, if they weren't making this run, like I don't know where I'd be mentally right now because I was fucking, I had to, I'm getting like an ultrasound and shit to like check and see on like, if I have ulcers and stuff like they're, going to test some things because they're like, you might be, uh, you might be suffering from stress. Like my blood pressure was up and shit. Old, old person things. Like when you start to get stressed out and then they're like, Oh man, now it's affecting your body. I'm, I'm at that age. I'm like a, I'm at a, I'm, I'm a dad now. Like I'm officially a dad. Like you come home and it's like, you got to let dad just give him some time to unwind. Oh, don't overstress dad. That's where I'm at in life now. Uh, good times. Early graves. Aren't you excited? Yeah. I'm. Uh, what are we sticking around for, Jerome? Fired up. Yeah, just, uh, you know, climate crisis. Right. Like, the only reason I even don't want to die is because I just kind of want to see what goes down. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've, you've been predicting disaster for so long. It's like, I want to see, like, I want to see what that looks like. But other than that, like motivation, it's not at a high right now. <laughs> Feeling very tired these days. Yeah. Well, I think it's also the summer and um like everybody's just had enough, man. Like yeah. this, this is we're, we're all exhausted. It. Everybody gets exhausted. And right. and also just the this like building uncertainty. Like I, I you know, in my mind, it's like, all right, I'm gonna like the week after the election i mean go home for a week right and but it's like will i be able to is there going to be like yeah the delta variant um spreading everywhere and then uh, you know and i think because i'm double vaccinated it's pretty safe to say i will be able to go home it's just how much extra precaution i'll have to take because you know people have traveled 
through all this and they've done the necessary isolations and stuff. I've opted not to do that, but yeah, um, what it's do you getting say a bit to, long, but um, what do you just, say to the people that are telling, uh, like saying to you or like anyone else that's like, mm, I don't know, and Delta variant that like, we're at that stage now where the other side is accusing people like us of like wanting right like explicitly yeah like we really we want lockdowns forever can you say at that presser like uh don't worry there will be plenty of variants for all you uh right naysayers (laughs) right that's why i'm tired i think is because like we spent like two or three months there. We'll wrap up right away. We, we spent like three months there, you and I, like February on just like every week. And, and with my writing and stuff like that, it was just like really hammering home to people. Like it's going to get bad again. It's going to get bad again. You're, we're not doing this right. And then it got bad again. And instead of that being a moment where people like us who, and Gosha and Dr. Vipond who like, adamantly said this is bad instead of it being like gosha and joe's like moment of i fucking told you dummies now listen to me from now on it was a moment of like they people just kind of went through the wave and then came out of it and they're right back to like now fuck off you fucking like vaccine posse people like sick of you vaccine clown posse yeah and it's like dude we just fuck everything happened exactly like we said it was gonna fucking happen everything instead of fago the the vaccine and you clown have the posse fucking, just you have shoot the, vaccines at people at their concerts right shouldn't we be the ones that are fucking so exhausted from this pandemic that we're the ones giving them the middle finger and saying you are the pieces of shit that obviously wanted this pandemic to last for fucking the rest of our lives you're the ones that want like kenny and your friends and barnes and all of them you're the idiots that obviously wanted restrictions forever because you never listened and everything happened exactly the way we said it was going to happen and now it's a year and a half later and we're all so mentally exhausted from this that it's like part of me is just like i hate this about it like part of me is just like i don't fucking care anymore i don't mean it like that but i it's in there you know like whatever happens happens i'm just gonna live my life like that's i'm i i uh, i'm afraid of that feeling because I think it's important that when people have platforms like we have, that we use them. Go ahead, Mo. This might be a question for later, but how did you like Inside by Bo Burnham? Oh, oh I loved it. Yeah, because I know we talked like two weeks ago and Scott. And yeah, I hadn't seen it. it yet. It's so fantastic. I mean, I this is going to come across wrong and I shouldn't probably speak off the cuff like this on the air or whatever but he's so fucking talented that i can't believe he's not dead he's my age i know that sounds weird but like seriously he is the textbook case of someone that is so talented that they don't survive their own head whether it's drug addiction or or suicide i mean seriously he's just 
he is a special dude that I, I think that like somebody needs to make it their priority to make sure that that man is okay because the world needs that talent. Have you seen eighth grade? You know what? I haven't actually. Me neither. I've heard um, it's great. It is. I'm sure it is. Right. And it's one of those coming of age things or whatever that yeah. I'm sure we'll get. My wife doesn't really like watching movies. So that kind of means I don't really like watching movies anymore, but yeah. uh, especially in a pandemic when you don't hang out with anyone else. But yeah, I, uh, that's probably a good thing to wrap up on too. Like if you're, if you are look, if you're like us and you don't want to rush out to gigantic parties. Um, I don't think I'd even be able to like my, social anxiety you just go through the roof i have social anxiety so i don't i don't even want to know what it would be like for people like you or my wife or even mo like feel those awkwardnesses that yeah. you know um so being around other humans mo just made a face at me but he he knows i'm right um anyway uh yeah if if you're like us don't feel bad. You know, if you want to like wear your mask, wear your fucking mask, like fuck off to anyone that thinks differently. They're losers. Um, on the flip side, don't be the guy that shits on your friends for doing what they're allowed to do. That's not their fault that the rules are the rules, right? Like people miss their lives and don't be the douche that tells them what they can and can't do. If, if, if they go to a super spreader event, it's not going to be their fault. It's going to be the fault of the policy that allowed the super spreader event to exist, in my view. Agreed? I just, one last thing. I just, I fear that we've learned nothing as a society from this. Nothing. I remember, nope. I remember when the pandemic first happened, I wrote a piece in the news talking about how, yes, this is really bad, but at least it's the opportunity to create a better world and we're going to need to, to get through this and then it, i mean it's very underwhelming that like two years later or you know a year and a half later it's like nope everything everything's the same as it was before but slightly shittier yeah i mean like the conversation we just had with david mosscroft was very much about that right and i think if you would go and listen to a uh some of our episodes in the first couple of months of this pandemic, I think from you to me, to Roberta, to anyone else that we had on the show probably had the same uh, mindset going in like, Hey, you know, maybe people will learn a valuable lesson here. And uh, I think maybe that actually sums up my exhaustion is that like, I'm just so tired from the idea that they didn't. Like, I think if people would have been like learning some lessons, I might still have some energy. Anyway, it's the time on the show where we should say thank you to our patrons who go above and beyond. Um, now, I want to get this right. I, to Nicola Dinicola, so happy that you're aboard. We really appreciate your support. Honestly, uh, Chris Derwald, another one, man. Like, don't know where it'd be without you just like yeah the, that guy's the best honestly just like Chris. the things he says about us is what like yeah. gives me like it I really the, it brings it almost brings a tear to my eye not that we're saying like stop giving us money chris because you shouldn't but uh, we we like the things you say about us even better uh today bomb miller uh could uh really appreciate you as well to our anonymous donors uh you know we love you um to everyone else it, i just want to say like maybe this is the time to say like we're going to do our best to give you guys a good summer of content. Um, we feel obligated. Um, uh, we feel it's important that we provide a show every Thursday of some kind. 
um, booking guests and things like that through the summer is a little bit harder, but um, we also are at a place where we realize that with full-time jobs doing 52 uh, weekly episodes a year with guests in preparation is hard to do. And uh, we don't want to burn out without taking a break. So we're looking at a way to uh, make sure that we have content through January and or, fuck, do you see how badly I need a break? You guys? <laughs> we're looking at content, uh, ways that we can build some content for July and August so that we are able to continue to give you guys at least some uh, show uh, to listen to each week throughout the year, but uh, throughout the summer. But um, it's a good time for the next couple of months to take some time to get caught up as well. Um, just know that we uh, were humbled every day by like the support we get from people. And um, we want to make sure that we're providing the content that you guys deserve. So on that, uh, we'll put something good together, but then hopefully be able to take a little break ourselves and everybody wins. Uh, Jeremy, it's nice to see your face. And uh, Always. I'm glad, I'm glad I mean, you're not shaving that beard. I'm going to come down to the hot. Um, definitely at one point in late August, but maybe, uh, are you going to stay at our house? Sure. Yeah. That's mean, you, might as, you might as well. We I'm going to Ontario in August. So don't go come to the hat when I'm in Ontario. Good when call. are you in Ontario? I think it's like the 19th to the 22nd or something. Okay. Yeah. Come, so come in like Sunday. the, come in like the first or second week of August, Jerome. Okay. So and then I may Jerome. come back cause I, uh, um, yeah. Well, once we have, Roberta's even talking about uh, once once two weeks are gone after our both our vaccinations, she's gonna whip down here. Okay, least, we could at least for a hug. She said so. We I don't could know. If, yeah, she doesn't. I, I'm still trying to talk her into like you know she could probably stay at the house. But anyway, again, this is where it's like you got to go with what people you know what people are comfortable with, and if they're not comfortable, you can't push them. Uh, and if they're more comfortable than you don't judge them. So yeah. anyway, um, thanks you guys. Uh, my favorite thing about this show is seeing you guys every week. So I look forward to seeing you again in another week and uh, yeah, peace and love. Bye-bye.